welcome to Keeper Chat. My name is Fauna. And my name is Flora. And this is a weekly podcast where we chat about animals. We are both real-life zookeepers, and each week we will be discussing a new animal and learning more about them. As always, nothing we say reflects our organizations, and all thoughts and opinions are our own. So with that, Flora, we're gonna get we're gonna get beefy and grimy. We're gonna get backyard <laughs> down and dirty. I can't Take think of anything home. else to say. <laughs> We're going to get Old McDonald raunchy. Oh! <laughs> old McDonald. Old McD. He's the original. Take off your overalls. Old McD is the OG dirty man. <laughs> dirty man. <laughs> because I say so. He is. He's the dirtiest man. <clears throat> uh, Flora, how's your week going? It's okay. It's okay. I uh, did that thing today, and I'm sure everyone can relate. Where you just, like, bend down, and there just, like, yes. happens to be just, like, a jagged nail coming out of a piece of wood, and it just goes, like, into your ass cheek. Just, like, stabs oh, the real shit out of you. Have you ever done that? Wait, you bent down? Yeah, like, it kind of just, like, squatted. Oh. Oh, no. And there <laughs> so was, like, and there was just, like, a big jagged nail. sat on nail. a nail. Yeah. Mm. Um, mm. Also, earlier this week, and, okay, every everyone can relate to this. If yes. you say you can't, you're lying. Yeah. I had to go to the bathroom so bad. I texted yes. you. I was in agony. Yes, I almost <laughs> I was laughing shit so my hard. pants at work. <laughs> and I was at a certain point where I could not get away. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't. I was stuck in a habitat. You're in the public, man. Light years away from a bathroom. And I had to yeah. be there for like two hours straight. And yeah. the entire time, I was fighting the urge to just poop my own pants. <laughs> it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. Yes. Everyone can like relate. It. Absolutely. I think we, yeah, I think we've all been in that. I wanted to die. I think you're, okay, I think our butts know, like, when we're in a situation that we can't get out of, my anus is Your like, it's knows. go time. <laughs> hey, hey, it's go time. Well, Let's even, go, everybody. Even when I actually could get away, I was so busy and we were so short-staffed that I, I then was like, well, I've suffered this long. What's another, like, three hours? And then I just didn't go no. to the bathroom until I got home and I wanted to cry. No. No. <laughs> but even, okay, so, like, that situation I was stuck because I was, like, visitor. But, like, haven't you ever been to the other side of the zoo? You're in a habitat that's so far away, and you're, like, halfway through cleaning. And you're just, like, yep. I just have to, I, just, I can't leave. Like, I have to, it will take longer for me to, like, lock this up, go yep. to the bathroom, come back, unlock everything, and, like, finish. Like, you just have to finish while you're there. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. It's a it's the worst feeling. I remember uh, one time where you and I were working together, and I like came out of the bathroom that was like halfway between both of our areas, and it had been that situation where I was just like, "Man, I've got a shit," and I just hadn't for like hours and hours, and then I finally did, and I come out of there, and I was so, I don't know if I just like all the electrolytes left my body or what, but I came out and I was like pale, I was sweaty, I was weak, I was just like. <laughs> I was, I was like shaking. I was walking all around like a crone. And uh, I ran into our vet tech and she saw me and she was like, are you okay? <laughs> I was like, no. No. <laughs> I took the shit of a lifetime. Um, but that's what happens. If you hold it, you're going to shit out your lives and you're going to be left a husk. Yes. You're going to be a ghost woman. That No, that brings up another good instance is when you're like headed to the bathroom and then your boss is like, oh, hey. And then you're like suffering. And you're, oh, like, that literally to, like... happened to me like two weeks ago. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and my supervisor like was like, "It's just like, please stop <laughs> oh, yes. talking." Please, stop. My supervisor was like, um, 
uh, kind of laying into me for something that I didn't even do. And I'm standing there and I'm like, I need to shit. <laughs> Just, <laughs> can we do this later? <laughs> can we do this any other time? Can we do this? But no, in that one place that we worked together too, we had a coworker who actually peed in a nighthouse. Do you remember that, oh, that story? Okay. Oh my God. Yes. No. Okay. Most of our coworkers Sorry. did that. Well. Okay. To be fair, that barn was, and you you could only get there like by foot, <laughs> and uh-huh. it took like it was like a good twenty minutes. It and was. you were in the middle of nowhere. You were in the woods. There was no visitors. There was no staff. There was no one. You were by yourself. So yeah. like, it's just the same as like peeing in the woods, except for they just like peed in the drain and then like cleaned. Yeah, that's true. That's pretty sanitary, actually. Yeah. It's basically <laughs> oh, a for, toilet. Except for one of the keepers during this, like, I don't know, freaking truth fest that everyone decided to come up with during this lunch where they're all confessing to shitting and pissing in all of our buildings. <laughs> uh, one of them was like, oh, I always do it in this one building, which was one of the buildings that I work in full time. And I was like, what? I'm sorry, what? And that one she wasn't was like, even far away. Well, no, that was even the worst part. The worst part is that fucking drain doesn't even work. So every week when I was cleaning out that goddamn drain, I was like, bitch, bitch, are you telling me you've been peeing in this drain that I clean out every week? Too close for comfort. I don't like that. I don't like it either. I was very mad. I'm still mad about it. Never forget. Never forgive. Bodily fluids with flora and fauna. Check us out next week. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes. And weird fetish sites. This is Peeper Chat. We talk about pee and poop. Woo. Anyway, how have you been? Oh my god. I've been dead. I've been very ill, so I'm going to try to keep my horrible sounding voice to a minimum. Don't contaminate us. On a side note, I did have an ant crawl up my pant leg, and it bit me four fucking times. It bit me four times in my thigh. Like me? Like, uh oh. So. No, it's like my, uh, it's like my th- mid-thigh leading to, like, upper thigh. So it's, like, right nice. at my sut. Um, so it's at that really awesome spot of my inseam where it just, like, rubs like crazy. Um, I had some kind of weird reaction, too. I sent you a photo. My leg swelled up. It was bad. Um, you did send me a photo. I also I had to tell what tar- part of your body that was. Thanks. Upper thigh. Ooh, ooh upper thigh. <laughs> That's how I send all my nudes. <laughs> Don't know what it is. Um, but no, I had to That's whip off my awful. pants and turn them inside out and chase that little fucker out of my inseam. I was so mad. What is this? Anyways, now I'm like covered in welts and stuff, so that's fun. Um, Jeez, and I'm ill. Things are going very well. Things are going great. Love it. I haven't peed in a drain lately, so. I didn't actually poop myself. I guess I should say that. Well. You shouldn't have said anything. It added more suspense <laughs> that way. <laughs> True. How on earth are we going to get people to keep listening if we just give away all the secrets at the in the same episode? It's true. It's true. Anywho, so this week I asked our patrons to give me their best barnyard babe. I wanted to go old McDonald style. I, saw I wanted to go back to the farm. Give me all those good barnyard babes. And you know what almost won? Was goat. <laughs> <laughs> But it didn't. <laughs> Outrageous. Go. So instead, so instead, we are going to be talking about uh, cows, but specifically one type of cow that one of our patrons mentioned. So I want you to go ahead and do a quick Google search for the Belgian blue cow. I will wait. Didn't we already do a cow? What was that big motherfucker? Oh, the gar. Belgian uh-huh. blue? Uh-huh. Belgian? I can't. 
Blue cow. I spelled blue wrong. I meant actual. Uh-oh. An actual idiot. Uh, <laughs> what? Why would they suggest this? Why would they suggest Be- this? Because this is our podcast. Why of would course they, they would. I... Because it's it's high time someone called this oh, big ass cow out of this my bullshit. Absolute god. I want you to uh describe for our viewers at home, listeners at home, uh kind of what you're looking at here. I am looking But you only using buzzwords. Aren't all my words buzzwords? <laughs> That's true. I am looking at a pair of testicles that have been stretched out over the form of a cow. Sure. I am looking That's at pretty good. muscles that gain sentience. Yep. I am looking at something that I feel like we made and maybe we shouldn't have. There's no way this is like Darwin's creation. <laughs> Darwin would have never. <laughs> he would have never. This thing. Uh-huh. Oh my god. It doesn't even look like the skin can fit on it. Right, yeah, the skin looks maybe three sizes too small, which is an odd statement, oh! but once you see the photo, you'll you know, know what exactly this, what we're talking about. You know about. what this is? You know what this is? Wait, I need I need a moment. Okay. Yes. This, yes. This looks just like the, the, the giant guy from Attack on Titan. <laughs> yes, it does. It does. The muscles. Because I was like, what is this reminding me of? What am I so afraid of? I'm afraid of Attack on Titan, and I'm afraid of this man. And this looks like the muscle giant, well, he was a Titan, the muscle Titan from Attack on Titan. Yes, yes, it does, it does. (gasps) You guys, I don't really like this. Okay, well, get ready, because you might end up loving it. No, I won't. Oh, okay, well, you might stay open to it. You might love it. You might love this Attack on Titan cow. I want to put forth for consideration. Okay. So we've, in the past, we've experienced BDE. We've thrown out that big dick energy. But more importantly, we've also put forth our own BCE. Of course. I would like to put forth um, BBE, big beefy energy. And I think this guy emulates big beefy energy more than anything on the planet like we thought the gar was ripped and this is another level his butt looks like he has blisters his butt looks like three butts they're like pustules though it's like if you took a butt and then you put another butt on it and then if you blew up a balloon and put it in your butt and then also stuck another butt skin was so stretched that it was like exposed and then you're in that anime attack on titan exactly all right so let's get into how this beautiful blessed creature came to be is the family and genus like man medius cowius because this is not real this isn't real (laughs) it is real uh no it's actually in the same uh family as the gar they're all part of the same one they're all cattle but the gar at least was like, I don't body shame, but I am body shaming this cow. Yeah, you are. You that you absolutely are. Um, no. So the let's get into the the scientific classification. Okay. So we are in class mammalia. We're in order Artiodactyla. Back to our even-toed ungulates, our BFFs. 
We're in the family Bovidae, subfamily Bovinae. We're in the genus Boss. So you remember yes. Gar was Boss yes, Garus, which boss is badass. Yes. This guy, just colloquially, is known as uh, Boss Taurus. Wow. So he close. <laughs> he very close. So if you're a Taurus, this is you. This is it. You're a big, beefy, beautiful bitch. Barnyard bitch. There's nothing That's more five. scientific five than your star sign. Yeah, so keep that in mind. This bitch is in retrograde. <laughs> Whatever that means. Oh, you He's know there. what it means. He's there. Uh, but anyways, yeah, this guy, um, he is related to Boss Garus, the Gar, which we've previously covered, which is another fucking big beefcake. But this, if you can believe it, is actually smaller. I don't think it's as easy to see that because, like you said, it looks like it's wearing pants that are 15 sizes too small, yeah. kind of over its whole body, whereas the Gar is wearing clothes that fit. Like, so, he like, looks exactly that's the difference. like if you're playing Resident Evil and you get to a part where it's like an outbreak in a farm and then oh, like the monster's yes. coming at you. Yeah. It's just the Belgian blue cow. They don't have to make it any scarier. It just is that. Yes. That's true. Uh, but anyways, it's a form of domestic <laughs> cattle. So it's grown for beef and dairy production. No shit. Yeah. He's, and you could probably he's grown for that meat. He's a fucking McDonald's hamburger himself. McDonald saw him and was like, oh, girl. <laughs> oh, girl. Um, but they, yeah, they're, they're used for production for that, and obviously, they, those muscles are put to good use, man. Um, they, let's get into the size here so you can get an idea of how big these guys are. Yeah. So they are, uh, let me see here. Like, one of these pictures, he looks like, Neop- like Neapolitan ice cream. Like, why is his skin two different colors? Have you seen that one? Uh, yeah. Where's well, like, just, little butt is coloring. But then yeah. he's, like, white around his butt. Well, literally looks like us, strawberry and vanilla ice cream. Some of us have Neapolitan buttholes, and like, <laughs> I think you just need to cool it. I guess. But anyway, so the uh, color can range anywhere from white to kind of a blue and gray speckly color. Black, there's some like beige in there. There can be a combination, like you saw our Neapolitan babe. Um, sometimes, and this is extra creepy, and this will add to your Attack on Titan nightmares, mm. uh, they can be red. Oh, just red. <laughs> just red. Just red, which is bad. Just muscle um, colored on my outside. But generally, their appearance is they're a very large animal with a rounded sort of outline and extremely prominent muscles. These guys are like flexing times 10. Um, the shoulder, the back, the loin, and the rump are the most heavily muscled areas of the body. And the back is straight across. While the rope kind of the rump kind of slumps down, so it the sort of rump like is down. something else. That rump slump. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they are very tall animals, and mm. their coat is usually um, very smooth and fine. Okay, and so it's basically just like they're not really that hairy. You can kind of just see every ripple and musculature in them. Right. Their legs are compared to the rest of them kind of skinny. <laughs> um, but surprisingly, they don't really have that hard a time walking around, so I guess it's really good balanced. But they can get pretty big. So the weight of a, an adult bull, which is a male, can be anywhere between about 1,000 to 1,250 kilograms, which is a lot. <laughs> and then the 
Height is usually at the tallest about one and a half meters. So these guys can get pretty dang big. They can weigh up to several tons if you haven't converted that yet to pounds. Wow. Um, the females are quite a bit smaller. They can get sometimes half the size, but usually they're about two-thirds the size of the males. And they are also shorter as well, so they can be roughly okay. two-thirds of the height too. But still, like that's a big, beefy woman, and she's doing her best. Um, funny enough, the musculature that you see on their bodies is a natural occurrence. You lie. Species. No, it totally is. You lie. It's, it is. You lie. Now, this does come with a caveat because they are domesticated animals and they are used for, like, beef and dairy production. Um, this has been bred into them over several generations, yeah. but this isn't something that's, like, relatively new. Like, this has kind of been around for a while and... It's due, it's not like anything strange introduced. It was a naturally occurring chromosomal defect that wasn't, it's like, it's not something that harms the cow in any way. Right. It's like, just, it's not like a brachycephalic fucking pug Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's not like a white tiger or anything. Like, it's like something that is naturally occurring and is dominant in the sense that it was super prevalent in the population. And so they just were able to easily select for it. Using it's fucking insane man-made farming techniques, man. Old McDonald is like the <laughs> daddy D of the farming kingdom. This he's thing, doing his best. I just but anywho, like, I'm speechless. <laughs> I know he's. It's a lot to take in. It's a, it's a lot, lot to take. It's a lot in. to take in. Uh, so how does this muscle come about? Do you have any ideas? I already mentioned that it's like a, it's a mutation, but right, like. How does that kind of thing happen? How do any mutations happen? I'm I mean, not asking you. I'm just posing that to the universe. <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> do think know? he, like, he crossfits. Oh, I think so. I don't know how else to get that figure. Like, if you don't know the crossfit lifestyle, you just, like, you just don't know, you know? But, like, if you knew, then you know. If you knew, you knew. You like, know. once you try it, like, you never go back, you know? So it's just, like, crossfit. Right, right, right. <laughs> so it's just, like, <laughs> crossfit TM. <laughs> Oh I don't God. know what CrossFit people say, but it sounds like that. Something obnoxious. It's probably that. Uh, um, I don't know. Something's going crazy, and the gene needs to stop replicating, and it's not. And it's just like, I'm going to make another little muscle gene. And it's like, I'm going to make a little piece of muscle tissue. I'm making yeah. another little piece of muscle tissue. Yeah, and that's then what it is. You nailed it. You keep making muscle tissue, and you're like, I'm addicted to making muscle tissue, and now I've got this fucking attack on Titan. Resident Evil monster. Got this big old beefcake. Uh, yeah, so there's actually been a lot of research done on this because they saw the musculature and the breeding, obviously, outcomes were huge. Those gains, though. <laughs> and so a lot of genetic research was done, and it was determined that the Belgian blue cow possesses a gene which suppresses the production of myostatin, which is a protein that inhibits muscle growth after a certain point. So if the gene mm. is suppressing it, that just means that it's like, that muscle growth is going and going and going and not really stopping. Right. Um, and so the pure Belgian blue cows carry two copies of this genes, whereas if you crossbreed them, which is a very common occurrence in domesticated cattle, um, you'll usually just have the one. So the one okay. copy is still transmitted, and it will still increase the musculature and weight of the offspring, um, but it's not going to be as, like, beefy. Insane. It's going to be big and it's going to be beefy, but it's not going to be like beefy with a capital B, if you know what I mean. 
That's science, baby. <laughs> uh, but this is actually serving them very, very well, especially in the domesticated market, because they, as they function for beef and dairy production, the high musculature means that they're able to be, like, a very profitable yield, yeah. essentially, for farmers. He's like a fucking corn dog with legs. Yeah, but he's like three corn dogs with one stick. He's like a whole gallon of corn dogs. You know, like the bucket of corn dogs? Yeah. He's like a whole bucket. There he is. Uh, this is interesting, though, in the sense that, so the muscle, the musculature is a natural development for this breed. I already mentioned that. But yeah. it's not something that they're born with. They actually come out looking like a normal little calf, like you would see in like, I don't know. Your backyard. Your backyard? Are there cats in your backyard just running around? There might be. Well, there uh, might be. That's a little less frightening. I think it would be more frightening if he came out, like, fully ripped. Right, right. But this musculature development happens at around four to six weeks old, which Damn. is when that myostatin is So suppressed. he still gets ripped. Remember that little, there was, like, that little kid that was in, like, the Guinness World Book of Records? Do you remember him? Uh, that little Hercules boy? Yep, yep. Do you That's probably him, man. This Belgian That's blue boy. This cow. <laughs> so how did this come about? The Belgian blue cattle uh, originated da, 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 in Belgium. Duh. That's why it's named that. I'm sorry. I just have to say that I googled little Hercules, and he's just like a doughy regular man now that he's older. Aw. So he's, he's not he's, impressive he's at all. He's in his 20s, and he has no interest in working at it, says. He's <laughs> not. That's it. He's in his 20s. He has no interest in working out. That's the entire summary of this man's life. Apparently, that's it. it. Like... He doesn't have a name. You don't know where he lives. <laughs> Shut up. He has no interests. I guess his parents, like, made him do all that shit so they could have, like, a child prodigy. And then as he got uh, older, he was like, I don't ever want to work out ever again. And now he's just, like, a normal-looking man. That so comes just, from like... a broken home. Oh, so he's like all of us, guzzling hot dogs and crying on the inside. Apparently. Excellent. He has his own Wikipedia page. His name is Richard Sandrak. Oh. And he's from the Ukraine. He's, he's got to get a blow up here on his Google search Oh, his images. dad went to prison. <laughs> oh, no. For what? And he, oh my god, he works at Universal Studios Hollywood. Wait, what? Let's go to As California, what? y'all. He's a stuntman at the Waterworld, a live sea war spectacular. Oh, shit. This is incredible news. <laughs> Californians, check him out. <laughs> Report back. Please, someone go see Richard Sandrak. And tell him see that what he's up to? We found a cow that, looks, that reminded us of him. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure he'd love to hear it. I'm sure he would love to hear that. Um, I'm going to get back I to digress. the history of this. I digress. Big old cow. Uh, so they're... Originated in Belgium during the second half of the 19th century. Okay. There were the certain type of bulls that were exported from the UK to Belgium to improve the native population, um, which was mostly dairy-type cows. And this was, they think it was one of the sources of the introduction of this breed. So, um, between 1920 and 1950, as, like, this bull is, or, like, these bulls are basically inseminating the population right uh there was active selection for uh, a dual purpose animal so like beef and dairy and so this is how this breed essentially came about 1950 to 1960 was when the shift in cattle production moved toward 
favoring those animals that had more defined and heavier musculature. So this is all leading toward our big beefy babe. Uh, and then in the 1960s, there was the um, discovery and the development for the selection of double muscling characteristics, God. which is what the suppression of myostatin is called. Right. So these guys are famous for being known as double muscled, which is essentially having huge fucking muscles. So if I um, take, but that's due to that. If I take like a serum from their butt, can I be double muscled? And you inject it into your thigh is what you're asking. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Is this what happens that's... to people that get butt implants? It's just like pieces of this cow's ass. Yeah, dude, that's science, baby. I believe. Um, but yeah, that's it. basically it. I mean, it's pretty easy when you get down to brass tacks. Like, right. You like, just if you just look, like, you look around, you're like, that's the beefiest guy. Like, he has just, like, too much butt, him. and I don't have not. I don't have not enough. <laughs> I don't have not butt, and I, I need. Not not butt. And I need butt, and he got a double butt. He got two butts. He got butt to spare. Uh, yeah, that's basically it. Um, but there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot more that goes into that. Obviously, like, genetics and oh yeah of, like, there's like other shit i just don't care about animals and stuff so, like, is like crazy it. complicated yeah i did watch a video which was super interesting i'll have to send it to you where this man goes it was like a four minute video he goes into this like cow breeding facility and he's looking around and there's a man standing in a stall with a belgian blue cow okay and this thing is like fucking 15 times the size of this man yeah and so this like interviewee guy comes in and he's like obviously startled. He's like very nervous to be there. <laughs> I'm alarmed. And he's like, "Are we safe?" And this man's like, "Oh yeah, we're totally fine." Apparently, the Belgian blue cow is known for having an extremely docile temperament, super chill, not at all what you would expect. This thing is just like, Meh, whatever. Like it's like the nicest cow. Yeah. It's like I can crush you with my cow thighs, but like I won't. I won't. And I just like kind of want to hang out if we can. Like, like yeah. They're just, like, really chill. Netflix and chill. But, like, That's real Netflix and chill. Yeah, not fucking... Not the millennial version, you sickos. Yeah, wait a Sometimes you just want to chill. Wait a ruin sometimes, everything. Sometimes you just want to watch iZombie and chill. I fucking And that's it. Sometimes I want to see what happens at the end of the episode. I love iZombie. It's and a good yeah, show. If I'm, like, halfway through something, you better not. You better not. We have to see you this through. better not. You better don't come near me. <laughs> Don't even look at me. <laughs> look at the TV. Actually leave because I need to finish this movie. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Uh, so there are a few downsides to the Belgian Blue and that they do have some issues reproducing, as you might imagine. Yeah, um, because he's going to crush a woman with his giant body. That's actually not it. Those oh. girls are beefy too. They're fine. Oh, okay. They can take it. Okay. Um, and, I mean, the calves are, they're not, they don't come out, like, muscly. So, right. like, that's not really an issue either. Okay. Um, however, it has been discovered that the Belgian blue cows tend to have uh, a more narrow birth canal. Oh. So sometimes births can be a little bit tough. And especially if they're crossed with other cow breeds, sometimes the um, the calves that are resulting from that, the females can have a hard time calving them yeah. because of that. Well, so, it makes sense because, like, if you're prioritizing muscle... Yep. Why leave room for like birth canal? <laughs> because yeah, that yeah. that real estate, that's good muscle real estate. Exactly. So get uh, rid of the canal. 
Don't need the canal. Need the muscle. <laughs> muscle stays. Canal goes. goes. <laughs> um, but no, they there are ways around this. Um, there are a lot of reports that cesarean sections are something that are pretty common. Dude, in the case of Belgian blue cow section. Yeah, and actually, one of the articles I looked at um, shows a picture of a cow with like a C-section scar, which was pretty cool. Oh, is that um, what that's a picture of? I see, I see something with like an abdominal scar. Yes, I just can't yeah, read those, is. so I didn't. Yes, it's like read. kind of on its side. Yeah. Um, so that can kind of, I don't know, head off any issues like that. But Crazy. doing C-sections like that are very expensive and like timely, and they take a lot of like manpower so it's not necessarily something that's feasible for a lot of like smaller farms or you know farmers that don't have as much money right so sometimes it's not like the best but generally speaking the belgian blue is a really good breed because they're like i said their temperament is really good they tend to like breed really well their production is really high yeah they're pretty good but um why are you laughing because (laughs) i look at you know i was looking at photos and on Google Images, you know how, like, you just get, like, a, like, British Belgian blue cattle, dual-purpose Belgian blue cattle. Like, there's just, like, a little blurb under each photo of, like, what yeah. the photo is. And yeah. this one is dirty, pregnant Belgian blue cow. Isolated Ew. on white background. <laughs> she is dirty. Well, yeah. And more Let her be. Let her be. Um... In that same video, though, they they showed this clip of the um, the breeding process, and a lot of times they do artificial insemination. And so, you know, sometimes that involves, like, a dummy cow. In this case, it did not. It just had this, like, bull get all excited, and this man holding this, like, <laughs> massive, like, fucking collection tube, and this cow is just, like, doing Yikes. its thing. I'm sorry, this bull is doing its thing. in that big old tube, and that man left with a giant tube of semen. Wait, so wait, can I not say cow? Well, a cow is, like, a female. Cows are only female? Well, no, like, just the term. Really? Like, a bull is a male, right? And a cow is a female. Yeah. So I just can't say cow. <laughs> I mean, you can. I think it's time for herstory to change. Right. And be cow-centric. Uh, no, you can. That's fine. I mean, it's like the colloquial term, but right. yeah, t- technically it's like a female. It's just, yeah, but everyone's but, like, look at my cows. But he's well, a just, Belgian blue cow. I mean, that's what he's called. Well, they're just called Belgian blue, but yeah. And we add cow because we're... We add cow because we're we sexist. love women. Oh, because we love women. Because we love women. That's why. Duh. Because he's really a cattle, I guess. I mean, yeah. Like, what is this? Like, what? Belgian blue is the species. Yeah. This is fucking me up. I just never really <laughs> thought about it like that. <laughs> Get in there, man. Because, like, a dog is a dog. That it is. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but, like a profound. bitch is a female dog. Uh-huh. I don't know where I'm going with this. I don't know either. You kind of just stopped talking. I'm just confused. Okay, well, we'll come back to it if you would like. Okay, <laughs> let's move on for now. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Uh, but anyway, so like I said, they're a really good cow. They do have some drawbacks in the sense that like they can be a little bit tough to manage um, just due to the manpower and some of the birthing difficulties, but their gains are real good, man. Uh, Super and good. And 
a lot of times because of that too, they like gain weight really well. They will very quickly produce high protein milk for their young. So that's really usually a really good milk yield as well um, for collection. They um, oh. aren't a huge part of the international market. So there's okay, a certain I'm ready amount to of, go like, back exclusivity oh, okay <laughs> okay so like cat cattle is the word that you're supposed to use for a single cow yeah okay so it says That's cattle but colloquially cows but like it's a cattle okay i don't like it oh <laughs> why have people lied to us our now lives? cattle which is treated as a plural and has no singular encompasses both sexes the singular cow technically means female, the male being bull. Is it like a deer and a deer? Like, that's a deer, but also, like, those are deer. But, like, a bow and a duck? A bow? A doe and a duck? A what bow? the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what? A doe and a buck? What are you saying to me? A doe and a buck! A doe. Yes. Yes, but that's what you're saying is, like, cattle is, like, singular and plural. Yeah, so, like, a deer... Is a deer, but there's yes. does <laughs> and bucks, yes. and yes. then cattle are cattle, but there's cows and bulls. Yeah. Yes. Where where are the people mad about this? You know, everyone's mad about like buffalo bison. Where are the cattle cow people? I've never heard anyone. Yeah, give me into that cattle cow discourse. Where are they at? We Where's know the they're people out who there. Care. We know they're angry. Well, Hit hope- us up. We're clear. We're clearing it. We're clearing the air right here, right now, right now, baby. Another conspiracy in the books. Um, wow. Okay, I'm ready to move back forward to what you were discussing. Okay, great. I was just talking about like what a good cow, cattle. Bull, <gasps> See, cattle it's, it's it is. awful to say. That's the thing. That's the other thing. It's just, just it's a real good cattle. It's a real good one. Um, but on top of that, so, like, the birthing issues can be a problem, right? Okay, yep, yep. Um, but there are, surprisingly, or maybe not surprisingly, some physical problems that come with, like, just fucking buck wild muscle growth. Right. <laughs> uh, some of those come down to not only the Belgian blue, but there's another um, species known as the Piedmontese that share some similar characteristics, that okay. like, double muscling. And uh, they can like reproduce and they can give milk and they can live and like they can be eaten by humans and ev- whatever <laughs> they can live and, like, they can just live let them live they can do all that and be fine but their calves can sometimes have some health issues namely things like cardiovascular issues um, Whoa. sometimes they can develop enlarged tongues and stiff legs which make it difficult for them to nurse and walk around so they sometimes don't live <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Sometimes, you know, it's not conducive <laughs> the to The side life. effect of that is actually death, so sometimes they just don't live. Fuck. It's like all of those fucking they can't drug scratch commercials their own... in the United States. I'm sorry, what'd you say? I just said it's like all those, like, drug commercials in the United States for the like, side effects are, like, mild yes. to moderate eczema death. Death. <laughs> also, you might get a little sleepy. Um, but yeah, on top of that, they can also develop some respiratory issues and, Ooh. like I said, cesarean sections are sometimes... Very, very common, but eh, eh, it is what it is. So Everyone's I, got drawbacks. I can touch every part of my own body. <laughs> can you? <laughs> but this this animal, he can't even scratch his own back. When you said that, <laughs> I just got that, <laughs> just got that image of the two lemon crabs poking each other. 
can't scratch yeah. his own back. He well, he can't scratch anything. He doesn't have hands. He doesn't have hands. <laughs> but that's what the oh, I mean no cows do. <laughs> Cattle. <laughs> Cattle. <laughs> well, cows too. <laughs> like bulls or cows. None of them have hands. Anyways. Incredible. I'm just saying. I would hate to be a Belgian blue. Well, fuck. No one's asking (laughs) you to be. You don't have to dunk on them. I'm just saying. I want to be able to touch yourself. (laughs) All parts of my own body. It makes me uncomfortable if I can't reach something. Okay, but if you're a Belgian blue, you probably don't realize that that's an option for other animals. So, like, no, 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 no. This is my this is my other life that I'm having. I'm gonna be reincarnated, so I will know. With all the sentience of your prior life, correct. Okay. As well, that I, seems like this already is hell. my <laughs> this already is my second. If I'm gonna be reincarnated, I don't want to remember anything that happened before. Not anything? I just want to be no. I just want to be slate? the bug that I was born to be, or like the I don't even know. It gives you, like, something to look forward to, though. What? No. Because if I'm, like, if I come back as a bulb of garlic, then I'm, like, <laughs> then you. I guess I'm going to get eaten or I'm going to get rot in the ground. Yeah, but then. Like, like I don't want to know that. But then your next thing might be cool. So you're just saying you remember just the one prior or all of them? I only remember one. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, okay. But here's the thing. If I'm that bulb of garlic and I was previously a human with hands and the ability to touch myself and others, <laughs> then I'm going to be real bummed the entire three months that I live. Right. I don't want that. Who wants that? But there's something to look forward to. Ignorance is bliss, baby. I guess I'm not thinking. I'm just thinking maybe it's I like- guess you're not thinking. <laughs> That it's like it, you're glowing up, you know. Like I wouldn't. You, why would you glow down? You a bad person. Well, no, but like, <laughs> well, no. <laughs> Honestly, we can only grow up from humanity because humans are the worst. Right. So, like in my first life, I was a human. In this life, I'm a sentient tapeworm that is c- taking control over this human's body. Oh, damn, dude, that's a twist. I prefer the tapeworm. That's a good idea. Oh, it's like I'm, it's like I've got a robot body. They really, yeah, really. I'm puts like a it transformer. Perspective. You're like that alien in Men in Black. You're just a little alien inside of him. I'm exactly like that. Only I'm not an alien. I'm a tapeworm. <laughs> <laughs> but you also live in a chair and you control everything, and you have big bulbous eyes. And Will Smith is my very best friend. And your last word is belt. <laughs> <laughs> But, oh but, my god, I almost had a like, sip of beer in my mouth and I would have spit take. Spit take? Spit took? During I would have spit took. Wow. Well, anyway, I'm just saying the whole point of this whole thing is that I want to be able to scratch my own back. Okay, well, maybe if you're a Belgian blue cow and you've got a Belgian blue bull, he can scratch your back. Maybe. With him. With him big body on your Ooh, with him big, big body. body. With his big butt. With him butt on your you butt. You rub his butt on my back. Put those butts together. Make magic. Uh, so that's basically it. Um, I haven't seen 
these in nature. I think I would scream if I did. Uh, they were recently introduced in the United States, like, not that long ago. Like, 1978, I think is what I read. Uh, some guy came in. Some guy. I'm sure he has a name. Um, <laughs> He's the in. cattle man. Yeah. He came in and showed it at, a like, a breeding show, I think, and in Texas. Everyone lost their ever-loving mind. I know. And they're like, oh, what? That was a possibility? Um... <laughs> But yeah, he brought that big guy in, and that's just history. Wow, way but, to just, like, throw your dick around. Like, you just, you showed up to, like, a pony show with a That's what I'm saying. Like, BBE. You know, like. Yeah. He's like, I heard you guys like cows. Have you seen this? <laughs> Did someone say cow? <laughs> I'm sorry, you're not from around here. It's called cattle. Um. So it's not, like I said, it's not like a huge part of the international beef and dairy market. Um, It is growing. Right. Because of the yields are very good. But uh, I would probably guess that if most people here who eat beef, like, were, what am I trying to say? I don't know. I'm on a lot of, like, cold medicine. Like, if one cow (laughs) has to die for me to eat a burger, like, might as well make him super beefy so that two cows don't have to die for my burger. Oh, no, I wasn't getting into the ethics of it. I was just gonna say that people say it tastes like Angus. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Um, It is available every so often in the United States and Canada, so, like, you probably haven't tried it, but if you go there, you might. Nice. Ooh. Give me that grass-fed Belgian blue. Um, I don't think this thing is in media. I looked, and I just, I don't know if anyone would. One thing I saw, though, during, like, the cow shows, and I guess I should say cattle shows, is when they're (laughs) trying to, like, you know, sell their animals and, like, sell, like, continue the bull's line and stuff, is they'll shave them. So they'll, like, shave all of the hair off to, like, define the musculature. And a lot of times, they'll use different, like, depths of the like shaving it's weird yeah and they'll use it to outline the muscles okay because when i was talking about like that contour well when i was telling you he was like neapolitan i realized later and didn't want to like talk about how dumb i am that he was like partially shaved and that's why this one looks like it's like skins coming out because its ass is shaved and nothing else is so it makes it look like it's got a bubble butt but it's not really like attack on titan it's just as a dumb haircut Anyone can look like Attack on Titan if you wear enough makeup. Or if you shave enough of you. <laughs> that's very true. With that muscle one, that's actually very true. You can do one or the other and you'll get there. <laughs> one is um, temporary. One is not. <laughs> one is not. One is not. Um, but yeah, I guess I guess that is the media that they exist in. If you guys watch Attack on Titan, the big muscly mm. one that doesn't have lips and just teeth. Yeah. That's it. That's this. This is it. Or have you ever played Resident Evil? Yeah, that too. That's scary. Here's one That's thing scary, I want to know though. about cows. Okay. Cattle? Cattle. <laughs> this is okay. one thing I want to know about bulls. Oh, okay. Why are there... They got their dong on their belly. Like, it's real high up. It is high up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't have the answer that you seek. <laughs> I'm ill-equipped to answer that Great. Um, I guess so. Like it helps with breeding, right? Like you need it there because you're a big guy, and like you can't have it 
anywhere else. Right. It's just weird. Any farther up, it's basically on your chest. Any farther down, it's not going to work. Maybe. You need it where it is. That's like any, any like large ungulate though, you know? Or high up like that. It's just always up there. Like when I worked with giraffes, it was always up there. Yeah, but all they've got is up there because they're so tall. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it was like the little plug in a beach ball. That's what it was. Yeah. So that's it, what that's their bodies weird. are. That's weird, too. It is. Um, we'll talk about them in another episode. Okay. But I did want to talk a little bit about the just general environmental impact that cow fart production has. Yeah. That's, yeah. That was it, eloquently. Greenhouse but. gases. That's it. No, I mean, there's, like, a huge impact on the planet. Yes, they fart too much. They fart a lot, and a lot of people think that it's, like, the land production is the big issue, or, I guess, the land clearing for, like, the cattle production. Gotcha. Um, But that is a big issue, but it's the methane from the cow farts and the... Well, actually, I think it's the cow belching, right? That's the big one. Oh, maybe. Yeah, because they have those chambered stomachs. They're, like, ruminants. So when they, like, chew their food... And they, like, regurgitate and stuff. And then, like, the methane comes out. And that's contributing to greenhouse greenhouse gases. And that's what's killing us all. Um, I was in Belize one time. And they had a bunch of pigs there on this farm I was on. And then there was, like, a big thing full of just, like, pig farts. And they used it to, like, generate energy. I don't know how. So like a hot air balloon? What is this thing? Yeah, it was like a big balloon, and they put all the pig shit in there, and it made fart smells that, like, ran their, like, house lights. That's incredible. It felt like the future, and that was, like, ten years ago. Oh, shit. We better catch up, man. That's, that is the future. So I'm just thinking we could harness the fart, you know? That's a good tagline for the whole project. The whole kit and caboodle. Harness the fart. Send that to the higher ups. <laughs> hey, I've got a really good tagline for you guys. Have you ever considered harness the fart? This not. This feels like that Nike moment. You know, like just do it. Harness oh, the fart. Oh, it does. You know, all great creators have that that eureka moment where they're like, "Oh shit, I did it! I did I it! Found it out!" It feels like We've now. Changed it. We've saved the world. I think that is now. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's a huge impact. So. That's something to consider. There's, like, ethical implications as well. If you choose to eat animals, then just know that this is what you're... I mean, you're eating another being. Right. But at the same time, I mean, there are really non-ethical practices and there are very ethical practices. So it all comes down to how you choose to spend your money and how what types of things are important to you and, um, like, the economy that you live in. If mm. you're in... A different type, you know, if you're in, like, a socioeconomic setting that's not conducive to you being able to choose those types of things, then that's also something worth considering. I think that's something that, like, ugh. Let me just say here for a minute. I'm going to get in my soapbox. Here we go. That, like, I have no issue with any of the emerging trends of, like, plant-based diets and, like, veganism and vegetarianism and, like, like I mean, those have been around for a while, but, like, they're really gaining traction now because yeah. they're kind of a call to like save the planet and they're great they're a really great alternative to like eating traditional meat and dairy and stuff like that yes however there's a lot of like judgmental 
nature that comes with that. And I think that's really messed up because a lot of what people eat is A, very personal, but B, out of their control. Mm. And if, like, being able to afford and live a plant-based lifestyle is a very privileged one. And it's one that's not realistic for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. And it's not just money. And it's not just where they live. And it's not just that they're lazy or whatever. Like, there's a lot of other things that go into it. So, just want to say that if you do that and you follow that lifestyle, that's great. You're doing a really good job. That's awesome. Good for you. But at the same time, like, don't shit on people who eat different diets than you. And don't just assume that they, like, hate the planet or whatever. There are definitely those people out there. But for a lot of them, they just don't have the means to do so. Yeah. So we all just need to be a little bit more kinder to each other and try to help each other out and do our best. That's all we can do. Do our best. I'm actually changing over to, like, a plant-based diet. Are you? Yeah, because, like, hops, they're like a plant, right? (laughs) Sorry? Hops. Hops, like in beer? Yeah, it was a plant. Yeah, but you also told me you ate a hot dog for dinner. I know, but I'm just saying, I'm just going to drink a bunch of beer. Oh, okay. Uh, that's good. And my hot dog. <laughs> hot, <laughs> hot dogs are plants. Hot dogs are plants, right? Have you had a veggie hot dog? They're no. not good. <laughs> and I haven't good. had the Impossible Burger either, because it sounds disgusting. Oh, it's good. It does taste like a burger. Um, But anyways, I mean, there are a lot of... There are a lot of different implications to eating beef, and I know we've had a couple people actually write in. Um, my sister wrote in and was asking us to, like, talk about this type of thing, like, the ethical <laughs> considerations of <laughs> she stuff like this, like, and I was, like... a year and a half ago. Oh, I know. You never responded. Um, oh, I responded. I was like, we'll get to it! Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're getting to it, baby! But, it, I don't know, I mean, I think it's worth, like, discussing, and especially in this day and age. For and especially sure. Considering, like, part of our podcast is we talk about, like, conservation issues. So, I don't know. I mean, I think if you can, like, reduce your meat consumption, that's great. Yeah. Um, but, but at the also, same time. you got to be able like, to live you your fucking life. Exactly. And, like, these people that do this, like, do it for a living. I think a lot of times people have this idea that, like, there's some, like, strange evil person out there just, like, hunting cows. Like, that's not. This is their livelihood. <laughs> Right. <laughs> this is their job. Like, they do it very well. Um, and that's not to say there's not oversight here and there, and there's not bad people out what there. What were those, but, like, nerds in school you know? where they, like, they take care of cows and shit? They 4-H, love... God, dude. God, 4-H, dude. They fucking... 4-H. They, like, sleep with their cows and shit. They're so that in was... love with those cows. Well, yeah, they're so cool. Like, they show them in, like, shows, and they, like, there's, like, tons of different animals that are part of 4-H and you get like to learn all them. about like all your, that's all farming yes and you get to learn about grooming and shows and like the importance of production and how it fits into agriculture it's amazing it's a whole thing and I think people think that like farmers are just like these like dumb hicks which is a rude b false they're incorrect like, they're like the cornerstone of our entire society because they're just they intelligent all. hicks <laughs> <laughs> just like all of us god we're all <laughs> hicks in one way or another some of us are stupid. Some of us are intelligent. The farmers are intelligent. But we're all hicks. But we're all hicks. That's true. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's up to you. Don't judge each other. Be nice to each other. I but like cows. They do stink, though. Cow pies are disgusting. All poop is disgusting. Yeah, but the cow is like sickly sweet, sour shit. And they shit so much, and there's just shit everywhere. 
but they're, they're very also cute. huge. Like I believe that. Yeah, they're like, very cute. Especially when they're all brushed out, they're all like fluffy. Yeah. Aww. Well, this one isn't because I feel like it's just skin. Well, yeah. Well, they shaved it. They shave it. That's the thing. All except for that butt. Um, but I mean, like, yes, I think it's it's like undeniable that if you reduce your meat consumption, that you're helping out the planet. But also, it's delicious. That's it. That's all I gotta say. That's all that's, I fucking gotta say. That's fucking it, man. Them's the breaks. Uh, but yeah, that's basically it. Um, Flora, do you want to... I'm going to do a quick TLDL, but then do you want to like review for our listeners the um, information about our special yeah. stuff that we're doing? Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. All right, so a TLDL in the Belgian blue. It's a type of cattle uh, that we found out within this episode. <laughs> Cows refer to females. Bulls refer to males. <laughs> Who knew? But it came about in Belgium, and it's specifically known for it's called double muscled appearance which is basically um due to a gene that overrides the inhibition of muscle growth so it just allows for muscle growth to keep going and going and going and going um this usually starts at around four to six weeks of age in the calves so they don't come out beefy but they do grow up to be so and they can get in the bulls upwards of uh roughly 1,250 kigs, which is a lot. These guys are really big, not quite as big as our other friend, the Gar, the other big old beefy boy, um, but still pretty big. These guys are domesticated cattle, so they are raised for beef and dairy production, and they're becoming more and more popular because their large muscle mass to bone ratio means they produce higher yields of both uh, beef and dairy production. And they're a pretty good alternative to a lot of other cows. In addition, they have a very gentle and docile nature, surprisingly so, considering their size and their musculature. And they do very, very well crossing with other breeds of cows to help improve their yields too. So it's a really good thing that farmers do. There are some drawbacks to having the Belgian Blue in that they, because of their size and their musculature, they sometimes have genetic defects in their calves and that they've got like some physical ailments but also they can be a little bit hard to give birth to sometimes so cesarean sections are something that happened um commonly in herds in some herds not all uh but that's basically it i think this is one of the first like domesticated animals that you and i have covered Hmm. which is kind of weird to me i'm just thinking about now um because we usually stick to exotic animals but i mean if i saw this thing i would thing like that's like our theme like zoo yeah exactly but i mean I wanted to talk about like barnyard animals <laughs> this week, and this this bad boy came up from our Patreon. This is a so barnyard I monster. Couldn't resist. Plus, I kind of looked at it as like the like sweet version of the gar, <laughs> right? <laughs> Just like human version of the gar. Plus, if I saw this bad boy out in nature, I would not think it was domesticated. Are you kidding me? I would run away. But it's also very sweet, so maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> that's basically it. That's the that's the Belgian blue. It's coming in for wow. the snug. Wow. Speechless still. It's Attack on Titan. It is <laughs> really want to Attack on Titan. Yeah, it's a good show. Uh cool. Well thank you everybody. And thanks for our patrons who are our favorite people. Um a lot of you have signed up for a brand new Patreon tier. If you're not familiar, we do have a Patreon Patreon, just keeper chat doc fucking hell, which is patreon.com slash keeper chat and uh we do have two tiers now a five dollar and a ten dollar ten dollar tier um 
$5 tier gets you voting for new episodes. It gets you access to the Discord, uh, access to all the additional bonus content, which there was is one created every single month, and some cool, fun, behind-the-scenes looks at the sh- weird shit that we do. Um, whereas the Grime Gang tier gets you all of those previous things, as well as voting for the Rat Raves, which is our review donations, voting on what the patron-only episode topics are about, which um, voting for this month is happening right now. Uh, and then you also receive a conservation gift. Um, so one Grime Gang member will receive a gift, uh, and we will do that every other month. And then we do that in order of the sign-up date. So if you sign up now, you'll get one um, eventually, because there's a lot of people who already signed up. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we're also running a special offer right now. So from now, you're he- hearing this until September 30th, 2019. Um, there's a special offer where if you sign up and you join that new Grime Gang tier and you stay in that tier until the end of the year, you get a free signed Keeper Chat poster, which is pretty awesome. And you get the poster before anybody else, and it's going to have our weird signatures on it, which is, like, one of the kind, (laughs) because we're never going to sign anything again. Uh Ever. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, we might. I don't know. But not a poster. Never. But not a poster. No. Not a poster. Not at all. Not at all. So, that's a really awesome deal. Uh, if you guys are interested, check us out on Patreon or on Facebook and Instagram or Twitter for teasers of what the poster looks like. Um, if you have any questions or comments, you can always email us on any of those social media or you can email us at keeperchat at gmail.com. Um, that's pretty much it. We always love hearing from you guys, whether it's positive or negative. Although, I don't think anyone's ever emailed us anything negative. Like, I ever. I think so. No. So, keep, keep up that. Because if you did, I would... I'd just be mean back, so. <laughs> yeah, Flora would text me and be like, so it was mean, and I'd be like, I know, I saw it. <laughs> It'd be bad. It'd be bad news. So, I think that's all. Okay, yeah, that's it. Thanks, everyone, for joining us this week. Like she said, make sure to check that out if you're interested, and check out all our social media, and check out all our other episodes. And spread the word. <gasps> that's it. Bye! Bye! Smell y'all later! <laughs>